0: Hey, Calvary family, this is Pastor Michael Grove here on the Bible Reading App. Today is November the 5th, and we are here in the Bible Reading Plan, starting a new book as we jump into 1 Corinthians. So follow along if you can. Otherwise, let me read this over you, and in the end, I'll give you a quick thought before we end our time together. So here we go. 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Paul called to be an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and our brother Sothenus, to the church of God in Corinth, to those sanctified in Christ Jesus, and called to be his holy people, together with all those everywhere who call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I always thank my God for you because of His grace given you in Christ Jesus. For in Him you have been enriched in every way, with all kinds of speech and with all knowledge, God thus confirming our testimony about Christ among you. Therefore, you do not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly wait for our Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. He will also keep you firm to the end, so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, who has called you into fellowship with His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another in what you say, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly united in mind and thought. My brothers and sisters, some from Chloe's household, have informed me that there are quarrels among you. What I mean is this. One of you says, I follow Paul. Another, I follow Apollos. Another, I follow Cephas. Still another, I follow Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God that I did not baptize any of you except Crispus and Gaius, so no one can say that they were baptized in my name. Yes, I also baptized the household of Stephanas. Beyond that, I don't remember if I baptized anyone else, for Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom and eloquence, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power." For the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. Brothers and sisters, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. First Corinthians chapter 2 And so it was with me, brothers and sisters. When I came to you, I did not come with eloquence or human wisdom as I proclaimed to you the testimony about God, for I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I came to you in weakness, with great fear and trembling, my message and my preaching. We're not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. We do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. No, we declare God's wisdom, a mystery that has been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. However, as it is written, What no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love Him. These are the things God has revealed to us by His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. What we have received is not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. This is what we speak not in words taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, explaining spiritual realities with Spirit-taught words. The person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. The person with the Spirit makes judgments about all things, But such a person is not subject to merely human judgments. For who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. This concludes our reading for today. Let me give you a quick thought before we end our time together. So, in this writing, Paul is talking about the fact that we are led by the Spirit. And even more so, the Spirit's wisdom is unlike anything else that people understand. If you haven't noticed, Christians seem a little odd compared to society. We have a different set of views and morals, a different way of doing things. And as we are led by the Spirit, it calls us out of social norms and puts us somewhere that nobody else understands. Paul talks about this writing, and he says people won't get it. Then he says, What no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. These are the things God has revealed to us by his Spirit. So the Spirit of God is revealing things to us that don't make sense to anyone else. So the problem is, if we're constantly flowing with culture and fitting in with everyone around us, Maybe we're not being sensitive to what the Spirit is saying and doing. Then he quotes Isaiah when he says, Who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? This is a reference from Isaiah 40. And in Isaiah 40, we read that God's ways are far above human ways. And so there's no way for us to comprehend them. And so how can we instruct him? Yet Paul is giving the answer. He says, But we have the mind of Christ. You see, the Holy Spirit leads us into what the mind of Christ is trying to accomplish. So, while God's ways are far above our own ways, we still have the opportunity to follow the way of Christ and to be so in tune with his mind that the Spirit would lead us in ways that the rest of the world does not understand. And as this happens, we fulfill the purpose and plan that God has for each of us, to be a light and an example to the rest of the world. So, be led by the Spirit and not by the ways of human wisdom. Allow the Spirit of God to transform your mind and draw you towards the mind of Christ. And as that happens, you will be more concerned with the redemption of mankind than with anything else. And when that happens, don't be surprised if your ways don't align with the rest of the world's ways. After all, you are being led by the Spirit and not by the Spirit of the world. That's all the time we have left for today. I love you and God bless. (music)